Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tried and Tested today. If you're not familiar with us yet, Tried and Tested is a relationship podcast where I'll be discussing stories, issues that we have in relationships, different escapades and rendezvous we've been on, things that we all go through and things that we hear about and things that we can learn from when it comes to relationships and dating. So I'm your host, Tracy. And today we have a special guest, my dear, dear, dear friend, Ulisa from North Carolina. We used go to ahead to and raise up. <laughs> so we used to go to college together down south. So, hey, Ulisa, let them know a little bit about yourself. Okay. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, friends listening. Um, I'm from North Carolina. I'm a southern girl, and I'm just a girl's girl. Like, just like to hang out and do girl talk. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So without further ado, um, our topic today is going to be deal breakers. So from my point of view, a deal breaker is something that is the end of the road for me and whoever is trying to court me, whoever I'm in a relationship with, whoever I'm dealing with. A deal breaker is something that I can no longer go any further. Um, Yulisa, what about you? What is your definition of a deal breaker? Um, I definitely would say it's very similar. Uh, you know, if I had to use an analogy, it's kind of like a stop sign. Like you're on this road, you're feeling like, oh, we're feeling each other, we're cruising, cruising, and then uh, you got to stop. Like, no. <laughs> All right. That I definitely agree with that. Okay. So when it comes to dating women over 30, do you think, um, like what criteria do you think we have for men over 30 that we're trying to date and yeah, let's start with that. Let's start with that. I think it's a very interesting question. I feel like it's um, something that's being brought up a lot, like what are the criteria for men over 30? Because we have really high expectations for men over 30. Like we need them to have a house, good credit. Um, we can have kids, but they got to be well-behaved, no baby mama drama. Like it's a mm-hmm. long litany of things that we expect from men over 30, mentally stable. I mean. No, <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. So what would you say for you? Like, think about um, you meet a man, you guys go on a date, um, and you guys are spending time together. This And this is for early dating, obviously. What are some deal breakers that you have going into a situation that's brand new? Um, okay, so the list that I would have now as a woman of a certain age, you know, a 30-year-old, um, mm-hmm. I would <laughs> – I would want that person to just be aware of themselves, you know, like if they have things that are going on with them, you know, because sometimes people come into situations with baggage and they don't realize they have the baggage and they're just unpacking it on you. So that's one of the things that I would really want um, from somebody in a relationship. And I would also want someone who is willing to carry their weight. I think a lot of times, um, and this is what we hear about a lot, uh, is people come into relationships and they're they're homeless. They're looking for a situation yes, where they can just girl. Be <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's tax time. What's up, girl? Like, no, we don't need that. Like, I don't need that in my life. So those are some of the red flags for me. Like, are you homeless trying to come up on me? Um, it's so crazy because I had a guy who um, – frequent to where I work at and he's been through like all the girls he's like oh he's trying to talk to every single last girl and my friend was like girl don't don't look at him he's looking for a place to stay it's winter he's, he's trying to oh my goodness her. yeah so that's but yeah thing. <laughs> I feel like that is frequent like it's, it's unfortunate because it's kind of like 
there are men out there who literally, like, they don't have a place to live. They don't have a place of employment. They don't have a vehicle to get around. And it's kind of like you wonder, like, for some women, it's not a deal breaker. If he looks good and he can, you know, take care of things in certain areas, that's all that they care about. But I feel like, so, yeah, you would say, so basically you would say that (laughs) if you don't have a place to live, it's a deal breaker, correct? Correct. That's definitely a deal breaker. Okay. So have you had any experience where, um, well, for me, I want to talk about lying. Lying is a big deal breaker for me, right? And so um, I know I had an experience actually more than once where, like, someone I met, um, we were talking, we were getting to know each other, and they stated they do not have children. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know, this can kind of work out, blah, blah, blah. But one thing I realized um, is that sometimes people ask you a lot of questions first so they can know how to respond to your questions, right? So, <laughs> so later on I found out that both of these guys, they're two different people, they actually have children, and it's just like, whoa. <laughs> like, so to me, like, that was a deal breaker because I feel like, what kind of human being are you? Like, if you have a child and you care for your child, like, why would you lie about it? All for a woman, you know what I mean? Like, that shows very shifty and shady character, and I'm not down with that. But have you ever had an instance where, you know, somebody's married or just something, like, crazy where it's like no matter what you say, you can't get rid of the fact that, you know, it's, that it's the truth, but yet you try to lie about it? Yeah, I definitely have had that situation, not necessarily with kids. Like like you said, that's kind of crazy. Like, whoa, how are you going to hide your whole life, kids? But, uh, <laughs> I've had, like, they're human beings. They're little people. Um, okay. I've had a situation where, you know, I asked the questions. I was like, hey, you know, are you in a relationship? You know, what's going on? And this guy tells me, he's like, yes, I'm separated. And I'm like, oh, you're separated. So in my mind, I'm thinking separated means they're going through divorce. It just didn't work out. Things are going to be fine. But what really was happening was he was geographically separated. Like, he was here mm. and his wife was there. And so technically they're separated. And, yeah, that that's definitely a whole deal breaker because she's in a committed marriage. Like, she still has a husband, you know? Like, you can't. Wow. No. No, that's definitely like that. People don't think. I mean, that's just that's that's definitely crazy. So um, earlier, I asked you about deal breakers when you first meet someone, like a first date. Now, what if it's a situation where you've been with somebody for three, four years, and this is a person that you want to marry, you want to live your best life with forever and ever and ever? Do you feel like deal breakers still apply? And do you feel like if you didn't like something earlier on and you kept dealing with it, that you should continue to deal with it now? Yeah, that's a tricky situation, and I definitely have encountered that. Um, you know, you love that person so much, and you just really want it to work out. You know, I don't think anyone ever gets into a relationship thinking, oh, well, this is only the last three months. So, um, <laughs> you know, you, you put your best foot forward, and you hope that the person's in the same. But there's some things you just can't avoid. You know, if you're wanting to have children, but that person isn't, you can't avoid that. Or if this particular person is just like, you know, not pulling their weight, not doing what they're supposed to do, and you're struggling all the time, be it financially, yeah. spiritually, emotionally, or whatever, that's a, you know, that's a deal breaker you can't ignore. I mean, you can't ignore it, and a lot of women do. Uh, and 
in my experiences, a lot of older women, they, they did it. They did it for 20 years, and, you know, these are my role models. So I'm looking up to them like, oh, well, you know, you aren't being satisfied, so maybe I could kind of – but now in 2020, it's like, you know what, I don't think I'm going to do it. I think I'm going to cut losses. But I think this is like a new <laughs> <laughs> where people are like, you know what, okay, I, I actually can let it go. So, but, it, but it's hard. It's really, it's really hard. And no, definitely, I agree. And I'm like, one of the statements I wanted to make was that, like, what you actually just kind of spoke about, because I was going to ask you, like, you know, does accepting a deal breaker, like something that you do not want to deal with, and if you accept it, does that cause animosity and tension in a relationship? I think it does. I think that person, a lot of times, especially when you get to a certain point in a relationship, you know, you commit it. You know what I mean? Y'all done yes. got together on the same cell phone plan. Like, y'all should <laughs> Y'all are committed, committed. And so when that person is just not, you know, conforming and they're still doing the things, you do feel some kind of way because you're like, you would be the perfect person if you would just wash the dishes. You would be the perfect person if. And it's like those ifs are never going to change. They're always going to be that person. And it kind of reminds you of the 80-20 rule. You know, like, you yeah. want 80% of the time for that person to be great, but then there's that 20%. Um, but I feel like a lot of times for a lot of relationships, and I, I can't speak for everyone's relationships, but, like, for some of the relationships I've been in, you know, that 20% is big. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're asking yeah. to, like, overlook, um, you know, someone's drinking or overlook, you know, like, things that are real. Like, they're not only deal breakers, but they're toxic, you know? So yes, my yes. Don't get me to preach it, because I had an A. <laughs> no, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely listening. I'm, I'm soaking this up. But, okay, so speaking about drinking, right, so do you feel like if you're in a relationship with someone who drinks heavily and you don't drink at all, would that be a deal breaker or should that be a deal breaker, shall I say? Again, it, it just kind of varies from people's relationships. I mean, when drinking becomes a problem, it becomes an issue. Like now they're not working or they have violent outbursts or, you know, now your money's short because they're not paying bills or something like that. You know, yeah, yeah. that's obviously going to be a problem. But, you know, sometimes people who don't drink, and I'm not judging, no judgment, but people who don't <laughs> drink, you drink a little wine cooler, like, oh, she wasted. Oh, she drank too much. So <laughs> Well, we can use me me for an example because I don't drink, but I feel like, I mean, I've seen people who have been drinking, and they're drunk, and they're like, oh, no, I'm good, I'm fine, and I'm like, sir, (laughs) but I get what you are saying, like, about the people who are just like, oh, if you take a sip of something, then they feel like you're an alcoholic, so no, I definitely understand that. Um, so who would you say is more lenient with accepting deal breakers and continuing the relationship? Would you say men are more lenient or women are more lenient? I may be biased because I'm a woman, but hands down, I feel like women are definitely more lenient. You know, we'll take the break, baby, and accept it as our own. You know, oh. um, we <laughs> not all of us. I didn't say me. I'm saying it's someone out there that's listening that took back the break baby, and they're loving that break baby, and more power to you, you know. But there's literally these situations that it only can happen with a woman. I don't see a man saying, oh, okay, I'm going to take this break baby and love it as my own. No, he's going to give you the walking papers, and he's not going to feel bad about it. In fact, he's probably going to pack it back for you. Either that or he's going to hold it over her head forever and he's going to cheat and he's going to, you know, do whatever he wants to do to kind of make up for something for eternity. Like, it's never going to end. <laughs> so, oh, wow. So do you ever feel like a deal breaker is something that is shallow? 
like maybe, oh, I don't like the fact that he stutters or I don't like the way he snores? Like, do you feel like those things are shallow deal breakers or you feel like if they really annoy you, then it is what it is? I'm guilty of this. Like, I definitely have deal breakers that some people would consider shallow. So, yeah. Like what? Tell us, tell us. Um, I'm... I'm not going to say, like, I like to drink wine. And, like, if I go somewhere nice and I try to, like, order some wine and they're over there butchering the name, like, I I kind of look at you a little different. You know, I'll still give you a chance, but I'm still going to be like, hmm. Wait, you got butchering the name of the wine? Yeah, so, you're, you know, you're ordering and you're saying, like, crazy stuff. Like, let me get some of that. Tonight. 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 But I think, I guess, I mean, deal breakers are going to be specific to each of us because of how we were raised, how we live our life now and things like that. For me, a deal breaker mm-hmm. is time management, okay? If we have okay. a date at 8 o'clock, don't show up at 11 p.m. Like, if our date is 8 p.m., don't, like, and it's like, because what are you doing, putting on makeup? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what could you be doing, Um all the time, and I, I dated someone like that, and it really, really frustrated me because it's like if you can't be on time to a date, then it's like that's a deeper issue. Like, do, are you on time for work? Are you on time for meetings as a business person? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's so disrespectful not to be on time. So I don't know if that's shallow, but to that's me cool. that's just irritating. I'm disrespectful. I'm late to everything. <laughs> like, I'm that like, <laughs> I think it's more acceptable for women to do it, but I just feel like, but, okay, so you're late for everything. Why? Like, what are you doing? I, don't, I feel like I'm just overly optimistic with my time. I'm like, you know what? I got five minutes. I can go ahead and just fry this chicken real quick before I head out the door. Like, <laughs> wow. Stuff like that. So, but I try to be courteous, and I think that's where, it, like, it makes a difference. Like, if you know you're going to be, like, five minutes late or 15 minutes late, call that person. I think that's when it kind of – kind of stops being, like, is egregious, you know, because if you just don't show up and someone's just waiting there, that is bad. That's pretty bad. I don't do that, but I am late a lot. But I call. I didn't say 15 minutes. I said hours. I'm talking about hours late every time. I don't know about every time, then that's just kind of (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, that's when it becomes, (laughs) right, that's when it becomes a deal breaker. Okay, so I'm going to name a few things. And you're going to tell me, is it a deal breaker or is it not a deal breaker for you, okay? okay. And why? Let me, also, let me know why. All right, so if your man has a work wife, is that a deal breaker? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely going to be a deal breaker because it's like now we don't have anything sacred. You're probably, like, over there, you know, gossiping and telling about our reality TV shows together. Like, it's not going to be as fun when we do it because you've already shared it with your work wife. Like, uh, no, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> All right, so work wives are canceled. Okay, um, how about peeing in the bed? Is that a deal breaker when a man pees in the bed? Absolutely. Uh, I don't know any <laughs> <laughs> that would be acceptable because 
it's like living unsanitary, and it's like if you mess up my mattress that costs X amount of money, like we're gonna have whole problems. Like, yeah, that, like that's definitely a deal breaker. Okay, I definitely agree. Okay, so what about if you have a man who he dabbles in petty theft? You know, like he steals like gum or candy from the counter at Rite Aid. Um, you know, just he steals little things here and there. <laughs> Is that a I deal mean, breaker for you? Is he good at it? No, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I definitely feel like that's a deal breaker because I would never trust you at my house. Like, I would be counting everything. Like, oh, are my ring still here? Like, let me go check my medicine cabinet. Like, what's going on? Like, I can't trust you. Like, you need to put your hands on the table so I can see them at all times. Right. I definitely agree <laughs> with that. Um, how about showing up with no money to a date? early on, like not like you've been with him for years? So that one's kind of a tough because sometimes, you know, people plan these extravagant, really nice dates, and they're like walks in the park or picnics or something like that. And that's something like, okay, the intention was like you were going to do a free date and it was nice, yeah, but don't take me to this like super nice steakhouse and, you know, the bill is going to be $75 minimum per person and you don't have no money because that's definitely a deal breaker. That's that's a, <laughs> that's actually fighting circumstances. Like you might have to fight at that point. No, I definitely, definitely agree. Okay, so my last deal breaker question is, um, well, sorry, the last deal breaker, is it or not, is um, what about a man who you feel like is perfect for you? Like, you know, he has a good job, he has a nice car, he has money, um, you know, he has his own place, you know, he's a a God-fearing man or so he says, but Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to get married. Is that a deal breaker? I don't know. Like it's 2020. I don't. Is anybody getting married anymore? Like I, I just. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. So I mean, I don't know. At this point, you know, I feel like I, I probably would. I don't think that's a deal breaker. I don't think it's a deal okay. Okay, no, I definitely understand that. All right, so um, let's see. We talked about the men who are not working and um, the men who don't drive and how those are deal breakers. So um, I know we talked about stalkers one time you and I and we talked about the show you on Netflix and Mm -hmm. um for those of you who don't know you is pretty much a show um in which a man stalks the women that he likes right so uh would stalking be considered a deal breaker to you (laughs) you know what and the show is is like portrayed in such an endearing way and if it was portrayed that way with it, I'd be like, "Oh, he's really into me," but in real life, it's never like that. Like, <laughs> it's never oh, like that man. at all. So it's definitely a deal breaker. It's like, how do you have the hours and the time and the resources? Because I don't want to ruin the show for anybody, but he puts a lot of time and effort into stalking this person, like a lot. So it's like in real life, like who has that kind of money to spend stalking people? Like, what? Wow. Right. So, yes, I definitely agree. And so I, my last, last question is, do you feel like deal breakers can be worked on? Do you think that, um, obviously, I know that people break up for these reasons. People don't go on second dates for these reasons. But do you feel like they could actually be worked on? Or do you feel like these are just how people are and they're not going to change? Um, That's a tough one. Um. I- I do feel like for some deal breakers, not all, you know, some that 
there are just no bargaining. Like if it's an abusive relationship or if it's a relationship where it's like financially draining, then no, it can't be worked on. But sometimes, you know, things like, you know, communication skills, like I feel like that's something that can be worked on. I feel like, you know, you guys can get together and you can talk it out. I mean, well, obviously not talk it out because you have communication issues, but like, right. <laughs> or a therapist or find some kind of mentor and, you know, use those resources to kind of work through your issues. So I feel like things like communication, it can be worked on. There's something that can be worked on. Um, But, you know, there's some deal breakers where absolutely not, you know, it's just not good for you. It's not good for them. Like, you just got to flee and don't look back. Seriously, like, that break baby comment you made, like, I don't know how that works because it just, that wouldn't work for me. I would be distraught, so. But what if the break baby was cute, though? What if the way? What if the break baby was cute? So that's fine, but I'm talking about, like, mentally, like, I just, it, it would take a toll on anybody. So the people who can accept it, like, I mean, you're strong, but I, I, I just, that's something I just don't ever want to deal with. <laughs> so. Listen, people are doing it. Rashida no, they are. The is doing it right now as we speak. So yeah, <laughs> I know. I definitely agree. I feel like we all have different levels of what we can and can't take. But um, okay. So I guess that really wraps up um this episode of Deal Breakers. Lisa, do you have any last words to to say about this topic or to the people that are listening? Um, I think if I had to say anything to the people who are listening, you know, dating's hard. Don't get discouraged. Don't take it personal. Keep your head up. Stay hydrated and just stay focused because it's hard out there. Like, it's not easy. I think a lot of times we see a lot of stuff on TV that makes it seem like it's going to be great, but sometimes there's a little bump in the road, but that doesn't mean give up. Stay encouraged. Yes, God. Everyone out there dating, like, dating in relationships, single, wanting to be married, fiancés that's never getting married, keep your head up. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> so Lisa, if they want to get in contact with you, can you drop your social media handle? Uh, so if they ever want to send you a message or something, um, how can they find you? Um, on Facebook, I'm just Lisa Thomas. And like I said, I'm a girl's girl, so you can reach out to me that way on Netflix, um, Miss, uh, Pix, Pix, I forget my Instagram. I'm terrible. I'm never on Instagram. <laughs> Waiting for me oh. on Facebook. I'm a woman of oh. 27 years old. <laughs> yes. No, I definitely feel you, girl. All right. Well, thank you so much. Um, and thank you guys all for listening. And until next time, have a good one.